Welcome to Rhema for Today. Now, before we get to the real heart of what I wanted to say to you, there's some certain observation I think that would be interesting for us to notice. Number one, notice that this miracle is embossed in the heart of another. This miracle of this woman, and that is the raising of Jairus' daughter. It would seem that in these two twin miracles, for if you go on reading here, you see, well, people came from Jairus' house and said, you know, why trouble the master any further that thy daughter is dead? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the root of the synagogue, be not afraid, only believe. And he went on his way. Welcome to Rhema for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3, next on Rhema for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. If you have your Bibles today, let's open them to the 8th chapter of Luke's Gospel. Now bear in mind that one of the texts, you who have been with us, that we have been using in these services is John 14, 12. Perhaps we should read that first. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. Now you see, when we think about the works of Jesus, you automatically think about the healings, but that's not all that he did. Notice the ninth uh, chapter of Matthew in the 35th verse. And speaking of Jesus said, He went about round about their cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness or every manner of sickness and every manner of disease among the people. So notice then that His ministry or His works didn't just consist of healing. That was only a third of it. Preaching, teaching, and healing. Hallelujah. And uh, we have been noticing then the different methods in the area of healing, because this is healing school, the different methods by which he ministered healing. Now, notice that we are to do the works he did, so we would have to use the same methods. And uh, you'll notice that uh, we... we looked at some of them, some of the individual cases particular, because in the talking about the multitudes, it doesn't necessarily speak about the method, just mentions that they were healed. But in dealing with individuals, you see that he ministered to different people in different ways. Even the same disease sometimes. We made mention of the fact of the blind man in the eighth chapter, Mark, he laid his hands on him. Blind man in the ninth chapter of John's gospel, he spit on the ground and made clay of the spittle. Rubbed it on the man's eyes and told him to go wash it off in the pool of Siloam and thou shalt come again seeing. On some occasions he just spoke the word, said go thy way, you know, and be healed. Sometimes he said, according to your faith be it unto you. It's what you believe about it. Amen. Isn't that true? And, and so you can see various methods uh, first of all, because he was anointed by the Holy Ghost, as Acts 10, 38 said, then you see manifestations of the Spirit through his ministry. And uh, the Spirit will manifest himself, praise God. 
as the Spirit wills, not as we will. That's our trouble a lot of time. We try to make the Holy Ghost do something, or we try to use the Holy Ghost to let Him use us. And uh, you'll see that those things just work for a few. Uh, you'll notice in the fifth chapter of John, for instance, at the pool of Bethesda, five porches full of folks. And here was a fellow that was uh, of a long time, bedfast. And Jesus said, Wilt thou be made whole? And he said, Someone always gets in the water ahead of me because an angel troubled the water ever so often. The first one then got healed. Jesus said, Rise, take up your bed and walk. When the Jews saw him carrying his bed on the Sabbath day, well, you know, they said it's not lawful for you to carry your bed on the Sabbath. And he said, well, he that, uh, that made me whole told me to take up my bed and walk. Well, he said, who was it that made you whole? Who was it told you to take up your bed and walk? And he said, uh, well, I, it, the scripture said he wished not who it was. He didn't know who it was because Jesus had conveyed himself away in the, the multitude being present. And uh, later on then, Jesus saw him in the temple and said, Go and sin no more, lest a worse thing come upon thee. And he said to him, It was Jesus. Now, notice that Jesus just healed the one person there. There's five porches full of people, weren't they? The one, only one got healed. And uh, so when, when gifts of the Spirit in operation, word of knowledge and gifts of healings and so on and so forth, very often they just work for this one or that one. It is as the Spirit wills, you see. Yet that's not the only method that Jesus used. Those things do happen. Thank God for them. Now, we're going to look at another method today. We'll read first here from the uh, eighth chapter of Luke's gospel. And we, we'll begin to read with the uh, 43rd verse. And a woman having an issue of blood 12 years which had spent all her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. Now, it's very interesting that Luke, who is a physician, is writing this. And so he said she had spent all of her living upon physicians, neither could be healed of any. Came behind him and touched the border of his garment, and immediately the issue of her blood staunched. And Jesus said, Who touched me? When all denied, Peter and they that were with him said, Master, the multitude throng thee and press thee, and sayest thou who touched me? And Jesus said, Somebody hath touched me, for I perceive that virtue, or the Greek word really is power, that power is gone out of me. And when the woman saw that she was not hid, she came trembling and falling down before him, she declared unto him before all the people for what cause she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Now notice, and he said unto her, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace. Now Matthew records this same incident. If you turn back to Matthew's gospel, the ninth chapter. And uh, he just uses a few words to tell the story here. Doesn't go as much detail as Luke did. And neither Matthew or Luke go in much detail as Mark. We'll read Mark's account in a moment. The uh, ninth chapter of Matthew, the 20th through the 22nd verse. And behold, a woman which was diseased with an issue of blood 12 years came behind him and touched the hem of his garment. For she said within herself, If I may but touch his garment, I shall be whole. 
But Jesus turned him about. When he saw her, he said, Daughter, be of good comfort. Thy faith has made thee whole. And the woman was made whole from that hour. Now then, let's read Mark's account of the same story in the fifth chapter of Mark's gospel. And he goes in much more detail about what happened than the other two writers. We'll start reading with the 25th verse. It's interesting to note that uh, prior to the healing of this woman that uh, Jesus had come with his disciples across the little Sea of Galilee, where you know there at uh, the country of the Gadarenes that we call him the madman of Gadara sometimes was delivered. And Jesus coming back across the Sea of Galilee landing there at Capernaum and there came, the 22nd verse says, that behold, there cometh one of the rulers of the synagogue, Jairus, by name. When he saw him, he fell at his feet, and he besought him greatly, saying, My little daughter lieth at the point of death. I pray thee, come and lay thy hands on her, that she may be healed, and she shall live. And Jesus went with him. See, he was on his way to Jairus' house, and he went, Jesus went with him, and much people followed him and thronged him. And a certain woman, which had an issue of blood twelve years, and had suffered many things of many physicians, and had spent all that she had, and was nothing bettered, but rather grew worse. When she had heard of Jesus, came in the press behind and touched his garment. For she said, If I may touch but his clothes, I shall be whole. And straightway the fountain of her blood was dried up, and she felt in her body that she was healed of that plague. And Jesus immediately, knowing in himself that virtue, or as I said, the Greek word here is, is dynamon, D-Y-N-A-M-I-N. It's translated power all elsewhere throughout the New Testament. Knowing in himself that power had gone out of him, turned him about in the press and said, Who touched my clothes? And his disciples said unto him, Thou seest the multitude thronging thee, and sayest thou, Who touched me? And he looked round about to see her that had done this thing. But the woman, fearing and trembling, knowing what was done in her, came and fell down before him, and told him all the truth. And he said unto her, Daughter, thy faith has made thee whole. Go in peace, and be whole of thy plague. Now before we get to the real heart of what I wanted to say to you, there's some certain observation I think that would be interesting for us to notice. Number one, notice that this miracle is embossed in the heart of another, this miracle of this woman, and that is the raising of Jairus' daughter. It would seem that in these two twin miracles, for if you go on reading here, you see, well, people came from Jairus' house and said, you know, why trouble the master any further that thy daughter is dead? As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said to the root of the synagogue, Be not afraid, only believe. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. You can find more great materials by Kenneth E. Hagan, Kenneth W. Hagan, and the rest of the Hagan family by visiting our online bookstore. I want to tell you about this month's radio offer. The first product in this offer is the three-CD series from Kenneth W. Hagen, Love, Faith's Firm Foundation. 
Also in this package is the book from Lynette Hagen, entitled Talk to Me, Connecting with the Heart of God. Also in the offer is Craig Hagen's CD entitled Just Believe. And finally, Denise Hagen Burns' CD entitled Holy Spirit, The Ultimate Best Friend. You can get all this for the price of $35. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagen. February, Winter Bible Seminar and Homecoming. Home, homecoming. February 19th through the 24th. Yes. That's Sunday through a Friday. You can go to rhema.org slash WBS and register right now. That's right. But put this on your calendar. Mark your time out right now. Get, get everything in order where you come. This is one of the greatest meetings, meetings that we have That's is our right. Winter Bible Seminar. There's two meetings we have here on campus. And that is Winter Bible Seminar in February and Camp Meeting in July. Those are two great conferences that you need to come to. So go ahead and make all your plans and get yourself ready to come to the homecoming. And that's for all you Rama grads and then Winter Bible Seminar for everybody, everybody. all of our partners, all of our friends. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's toll-free, 1-888-FAITH-99. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message, Doing the Works of Jesus, Volume 3. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.